Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. An Erio's original. I'm Leslie Arfin, and this is my show, Filling the Void, a show where I get to know my friends better by talking to them about the things that bring them pure joy, also known as their hobbies. Today, we have an awesome episode because Jay Duplass, who is so adorable, I don't even like using that word because it sounds like something little, but he's He's very cute. He's very nice. He's very funny. And I'm sure you know who Jay Duplass is. I don't really think, I think it's like weird giving people's resumes, but like, you know, he was one of the Pfeffermans in Transparent, and that's where you would know his face from. But he also is like a writer, director, producer, has made so many things that you probably love. My personal favorite is that show Togetherness that was on HBO. Anyway... We have Jay with us today talking about running. He was going to talk about gardening and then he changed it. His new obsession is running. And I love talking to him because he really is like, he gets like very, very obsessed with something and just like goes nuts with it. It's filling his void. I'll put it to you that way. It's filling his void. Um, WGA strong and enjoy the episode. Now, you were going to talk about gardening. Yeah. And I had a question for you, but we're so we casual can talk that about you brought gardening. us. We could talk about What'd gardening. You- there's two, I think there's two potential angles we could tackle here. What, gardening is something we can talk about in one yeah. thing, but I, I'm very curious what you brought, what you brought today. What else okay. you want to talk about? I think I'm going to let you decide which direction we go in. Okay. Um, there's two options, I think, with me. One concept is low rent Renaissance man, um, <laughs> which is like I do a lot of shit. I am a hobby person for sure, and I do lots of them. Oh, I love and this. I'm I love this. And I'm not particularly good at any of them, mm-hmm. but they come and go, and they and I get very passionate about them. So, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, drawing, painting gardening, playing music. Um, we are the same person. Um, yeah, we, we might are. be the same person. Yeah. Um, okay. What else? Okay. And then there's probably other things. Mm-hmm, I'm sure. Cooking. Um, but here's the, 
Here's the current one, and this would be choice B, Mm -hmm. which is the worst professional runner in the world. Why, Why do you, what do you mean professional? Well, when I get into something and I'm into running right now, because I just turned 50 on March 7th. Wow. Happy birthday. Thank you. Um, I turned 50 and mm-hmm. I, I grew up running. My dad was a runner. Um, he was a marathoner in the 80s and he was really, really good. Like for those of you who know, he ran low three hour marathons, like pretty close to three. He qualified for Boston. He was like, you know, he was a great wow. runner. Um, yeah. Ran 50, 60 miles a week. Uh, all while, you know, like running his law firm and, um, you know, being a good dad. I have always thought I, I ran in high school and, you know, when I graduated from high school, I weighed 113 pounds. I had like the full showing ribs, you know wow. what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. Like I couldn't date anybody in college. Cause like, I looked like the boys that the girls were babysitting more than the Wait, ones that they from wanted running? to date. Yeah, from running. I was, you know, I was just like such a, you know, I looked like, you know, how Ethiopian runners look. Like they yeah. just like, you just see ribs and knobby yeah. shoulders and knobby elbows. That weight elbows. is coming off. The weight and you're is flying just like, off. You're running like the wind. Yeah. yeah. It's real easy to run fast when you are 18 years old and you weigh 113 pounds and you're as tall as I am now. I mean, I'm a pretty thin person and I weigh 155 pounds right now. So, and how tall are you? I'm like five, eight. Uh huh. So imagine me 40 pounds lighter than I am right now. Like my Italian mom was like extremely disturbed throughout my (laughs) high school career, you know? And so I've run on and off my whole life, but you know, I've, been pursuing this impossible dream of like making television and, and movies and you know sure. it's yeah. taken everything that I have in in it you know and then in addition to like trying to be a good husband and a good dad mm-hmm. and stuff like that like just no wiggle room you know so mm-hmm. hence the super low rent renaissance man I can't I don't have the time to get into anything and be good at it you know but it just takes you a little longer, you know? The 10,000 hours are spaced out. <laughs> yes, but more. I keep switching. That's okay. I keep, that, that's I keep switching tasks. But So when I turned 50, I basically decided I am going to dedicate the next decade of my life, like all the hobby juice, to mm-hmm. becoming the best runner I can be. And I get into shit. Like, I follow a lot of pro athletes on YouTube, a lot of pro runners. I also mm-hmm. follow like, I follow like 37 year old moms who are just like their kids are getting grown up and they're like trying to run a marathon. I'm just really into that. The process of mm-hmm. training, training and becoming an athlete and like, you know, fortifying your body and like just in general yeah. in this world and in our culture, like becoming a person who like, moves in time and space and actually does physical shit, you know? Yeah. Um, plus it's just like helps with my like moody ass depressive personality. So first and foremost, take away any outcome of mm-hmm. best worst, right? Yeah. Cause you said worst professional runner. So I want to dissect that sentence. Yeah. And that's why I asked you about professional first and then worst. Take away worst best. Yeah. Do you love running? Period. Yeah, I love it. 
I'll you tell you what I love. I mean, I'll just put this out there. Listening to music mm-hmm. and running in nature, specifically like on a trail right now, because I'm really bad at it, like a slight downhill helps. <laughs> <You know>? uh-huh. <laughs> that for me is like a peak life moment. Yeah. Every time I do it and I can have it almost every day. Oh, that that's fucking rad. Now, do yeah. you have a playlist for running? Yeah. What, Lots can you of share them. some of the songs or some of your favorite running songs? If you want to look at your phone, you can. Yeah. Um, I just like to know for my own. Yes. Sake. Well, there's there's a whole ecosystem around this and this is what's getting into the professional runner of it all which is okay. a joke but the idea is that I do take it very seriously and I'll get I'll tell you more about how I take it seriously okay. and sort of like train like pros do at this very fucking entry level ability that I'm at but, w- right. but when you're talking about music one of the things that people do is that there are a lot of songs that... So the ideal running cadence is 180 footsteps per minute. It's mm-hmm. not exact for everybody, but it's within a few footsteps of that is the ideal cadence at which you know, you're know you maximizing your efficiency and minimizing your injury potential. Mm-hmm. And so there are songs in the world that are also recorded at 180 beats per minute oh wow okay so fucking cool so fucking cool and so i have like i have one playlist that's called 180 beats and and it's like it's 20 songs that are just the perfect beat Um, what's one of those songs i'm just curious because then that's so cool um i I had no idea about um, this okay here's a Mm -hmm. few Fleetwood Max Tusk. Okay. Um, Electric Light Orchestra Strange Magic. Okay. Um, I like where David you're grooving. Bowie's Modern Love. Um, Outcast Hey Ya. Oh, um, this is a great playlist. Message in a Bottle is 180. Um, no way. White Will Snakes. Share- Here I Go Again. You kind of got to just. You kind of got to just like stretch a little. Okay. To get the 180, you know? I'm so fascinated by the 180 minutes, even if it's not exact, if it's, it's around that. It, it's pretty you, exact. Unless you're a pro, like, do it. You know what I mean? It's super, right. super helpful. And where it's extra helpful is on long runs or when you just don't want to do it or mm-hmm. you're just kind of like feeling a little beat up. It just kind of like puts you on a little bit of like a mental treadmill as yeah. to like, how are you going to do it? And what what running at 180 uh, steps per minute does too is it like subconsciously um, shapes up your form in mm-hmm. a way that it, for most people when they first do it they're like God damn that's a lot of steps because most people are just kind of plodding at like 150 160 so you have to step it up and it just kind of like situates your body mm-hmm. in a way that. I mean, I'm fucking dorking out like crazy over here, but it situates your body properly, you know? So yeah, this isn't dorking out. This is, this is, this is what we're supposed to be doing. An expert. Well, it just, it's cool. I didn't know about any of this. 
I like to know if being if no if knowledge is dorky, yeah. consider me queen yeah. of dorks. Queen, I'm, <laughs> I, I I am a big I'm a big learner, and I I love process, and I love yeah. progression, and mm-hmm. just growing. So, you know, now running and that peak moment you talked about that fills you with so much joy yeah. and the process of, I get the process of training, the, tr- the process of trying to be, trying to get better every day. But what about, what does being the best runner mean to you? Like, why is that important? The best? Um, there's ego involved in it. Um, uh-huh. <clears throat> so, I mean, this that's, is a, I mean, that's great to admit, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, there's definitely ego involved in it. Look, like, who do you think will care? No one except for me, and probably your wife or like no. But my kids n- and my wife—they won't give two shits. No, no, I'm not saying that to be like a no. dick. Like a lot of people no. might care. No, I affirm, and it is not. There's nothing dickish about it. It's just like nobody gives a fuck, and right. It, there's a there's a very sh- strong correlation between when things aren't going necessarily great in my Mm -hmm. creative career like Mm -hmm. running rises more to the surface because it's not just ego there's so many things about it where which we'll talk about but i i'm obsessed with excellence (laughs) Uh uh-huh i understand what you mean though like i think i would be i would definitely be lying if i said that I didn't want to get really good at the thing I was doing. Now, the best and worst for for me personally, when I think along those terms, it really fucks with me because it's almost like a myth in a way. And if I start letting that, I'll never, I'll never do anything. That's just me though. Right. I mean, like there's nothing true about it. I mean, to me, it's, I mean, first of all, I will never, be great at running objectively it's just like not I, I I'm, I'm 50 fucking years old right. i mean you know it's just not a thing and like my brother was like even having like a little intervention with me he was just like <laughs> he's like go he's like who has more followers you are your favorite runners i'm like me <laughs> and he's like oh all right all right uh but it's not it's not that's way too egoic it's not in that I, know, I, at all. I understand it is more it's more about um well here's the real the real thing about running is running galvanizes in me all the things that i want to be doing in my life but won't do so mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get into some of these other professional running elements like dynamic warm-ups and stretching and yoga and like lifting weights and other parts of my body, which mm-hmm. are like the things that I need to do as like a crunchy ass 50 year old man who mostly sits around and writes in the mm-hmm. worst postures possible. all day, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so like, I will never do those things, but if, but I know that if doing these things are going to allow me to run in nature and listen to music and have like peak spiritual and emotional experiences, I will do them. Mm-hmm. And, and so it also like, so I was mentioning to you that like, I've been sick for like the last six weeks. We, we had RSV and then we like got mm. a sec- secondary infection. And so like, oh, I'm so sorry. I have been running on and off through that 
not rigorously, but like gently. And it's weirdly buoyed my like physical and spiritual. It's buoyed everything. Yeah. Not just in like, um, it has kept me healthier, I think. I mean, I've definitely run through things in a bad way, especially when I was a kid, like, you know, fucking it up worse. But I'm, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. first of all, it like reveals to me where I am in the healing process or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's like a real check in. I don't know. There are just so many extraneous elements. It's like, it makes me eat healthier because I know when I eat, like a fucking pork sandwich, what that's going to feel like when I run later. Right. It is a meditation running, you know, it's a, it's a, they have sitting meditation, there's sitting meditations, there's walking meditations, there's running meditations. I mean, that is essentially what for me, at least when I, whenever I have run or, or done movement and even with music and I get into a zone and it is, it is a zone that, has a lot to do with endorphins, but also opens me up creatively in a way that only meditation can really do. It just, I'm not, it's almost like being in the shower. You know how like sometimes really good ideas will come to you when you're in the shower. Yep. It's because I'm, I'm just in a shower zone and I'm not thinking about anything else. And so my brain is clear. That's like a very small example of like the one benefit of showering, I'd say. (laughs) Whereas like with running, I think it's a lot bigger because you are incorporating your whole body and, and you're pushing forward. I mean, um, emotionally, spiritually, creatively, and physically, and it, of course it's going to affect other areas of your life because then you're going to be more aware, which is what meditation brings us awareness, aware of what you're eating. Um, I find the same kind of meditation in, in, some of the hobbies that I do running is not one of them. I wish it were. I do. It's really hard for me. I'm really out of shape. I don't have the stamina for it. And, um, you know, my mom was a a really big time runner too. I mean, not like your dad, but like if she doesn't still run, it's because it it might be physically hard for her, but she ran my whole life, like miles every morning. Love it. Yeah. And it, and I know people who still do that practice and it's like, I think it's so cool. Paul did it too, like you when he was in high school, but for whatever reason, it was always like hard for me to keep pushing forward with it. I think that has so much to do with it. And I think you really have to love the way it feels in order to move forward. Like with some of the things, like I love doing dance, right? Yeah. And I mess up all the time. I mean, I'm not by any stretch of the imagination a great dancer, let alone necessarily a good one, but (laughs) I, I fuck up all the time, but I love it. And I love the process of it that I'm willing, like I will stay and push forward and I will keep doing the thing over and over until I get it. Yeah. Like, cause that makes me, that opens something up. It makes me feel really good. And I guess that's what you're saying that running does. And running is like, I mean, yes, I can dance anywhere, but like you're moving through the world when you run and like, You don't have to pay for it. You don't have to Not, pay for well, it. All you need is a pair of shoes. That's yeah. all, that's one of the best things. I mean, I actually have like a whole philosophy about um enjoying running. Um mm-hmm. <clears throat> there's a couple of parts to it. One is that 
It's very hard to enjoy running until you're in decent shape. Mm-hmm. But the way to do it is one, two, um, to run. <laughs> get, yes, to run. To get yourself to a place where you might enjoy running, um, where you might like looking around and enjoy right. it. And then the the most important thing, in my opinion, is walking is slow running. So right. if like what I would say, like for you, if you wanted to explore running and like get into it, I would say like get thee to a beautiful area, you know, um, yeah. that you like to be in and that you want to explore and then walk in that area. And then if there is any, at any moment, you're moved to jog lightly, like if there's a little downhill or whatever, mm-hmm. or there's like anything that if you're moved to do it, uh, do it and then stop when you want to stop. And kind of like you were describing with dance is like, I think that's a way where you can like let running grow uh, mm-hmm. inside of like your spirit and also inside of your body in the way mm-hmm. that it will want. Cause it is the most walking and running are like pretty much the most primal things that we do. Right. You know? and I yes. Mean, I mean, yes. Walking is number one. Running is probably number two. Uh, and dancing then, is probably number three. Well, maybe like I mean? hitting, like hitting some, like hitting a rock might yeah. be three. Yeah. Yeah. I, which I love, you know, not to segue more into myself and my hobbies, Please. but I do love chopping wood. Like chopping wood, I, yeah. It it makes me sound like so much tougher than I am, but I have a really great wood chopping device that makes it really fun. But anyway, that sounds great. Well, it's I think really what you're cool. getting at is like is the other side of like primal living, which is like sitting in a circle with like people that you are embroiled with and like doing projects, you know? Right. So like I am. I am an indoors person, mm-hmm. which is another reason why dance really works for me. I'm an indoors person and I also have a big ego. So dance is an indoor room with a huge mirror. Yes. And all we're doing is <laughs> looking at ourselves and seeing what's judging our own bodies. But I mean, not really. I do really love using my hands, right? Like I, and that's the thing about running. But then again, you do have to use your hands. Yeah. You have to use your whole body. It is a whole body thing. It's a whole body, but it's not a um it it isn't really like a manual cuz when no, you're talking hands, motor it's not skill. a fine motor skill, yeah. Right, right. When you say hands, I think it you know, it also means fingers, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's mm-hmm. and there's something very pleasurable about that. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I used to do a shit ton of needlepoint and latch hook when I was a kid. You did? Mm-hmm. Do you ever look? Wait, I'll show you what I'm what I'm doing right now. Hold on. I'm, I have to make a pillow. This person like commissioned me to make two pillows, Fuck but I'm, yeah. I know so awesome, but it's, um, oh, that's great. It's punch needle, punch needle, which is what I used to do a lot of needlepoint yeah. and even embroidery Yeah, punch needle. However, is extremely satisfying, very easy and a lot faster. So it's like a, a one punch instead of the needle point like hooking through. Yeah, here's what the needle looks like. Okay, oh, that's good shit. You right put there. the th- you put the yarn through the hole. Oh, put it through, and then you go boom, 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 boom. It is so satisfying. Holy shit! I think you would love it. You would. It's you're really like, especially if you have a little anxiety or something. Oh, oh you just punch it. I don't out, know who baby. has that. I, mean, I know, right? Come on. It's, it's, and it's very fast. I, I started doing it because my friend was like, oh, this woman wants you to make two pillows. And I was like, she's like, when do you think you can get them done by? And I was like, I don't know, July. She was like, how about June? And I was like, all right, yeah. we'll see. I already finished one of them within a week because I forgot how fast it is and how much I enjoyed doing it. Yes, yeah, great. Things just, you know, I find myself more and more like allowing, allowing myself to be guided rather than driven. That's great. But it is very hard. You know, it's something that I have to like work on every day because there's a lot of fear in just being guided, allowing myself to let go and be guided rather than driven, driven to, Oh my God, but I have to do this thing. I have to write this thing. I'm no, like I haven't done anything major since love and, and who am I? And nobody's going to listen to my podcast and you know, all that stuff. And it's like, you know, it takes a lot of humility, which I have, I mean, not in like a, I'm not saying that in like a humble way. I'm saying it in like, I have like, you have been humbled. (laughs) I have been humbled. I feel you. I'm right there. To the point of like, I got nothing to lose. Like, sure. Guide me because every other time that I've like driven myself to be the best at anything. Yeah. I've, the only thing that I've experienced is really being the worst at it. Yeah. I've had a lot of that too. You know? Oh yeah. I've, I've like wrecked myself so many fucking times. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's, it's an interesting. I think it might be 50, 50 though. I mean, is it possible? Mm-hmm. Cause I am, I mean, yeah. the way that you think about, I think we might be twinsies because um, I'm really into mysticism, which I think at the core really is just allowing yourself to be guided and then being, exactly allowing yourself to be surprised by what happens. And, yes. You know, but then again, like there's the other side of me that's like every movie I've ever made is because we set a date mm-hmm. and we're like, come hell or high water cameras are motherfucking rolling on this date. Right. And it, yes, but that's horrifying. The thing is, is that yes, there's an element to that. That is you're, you know, being driven to do something. However, you wrote, you had to, the movie had to start somewhere. Yeah. 
And so you didn't set a date to make the movie before it was written, or maybe you did. We did. Even if you did. Okay, great. (laughs) And so then it's a goal. I don't think that there's anything wrong with goals. No, you're right. Setting a date is not like an egoic. um... No, it's it's a goal. Like that's like a a hopeful. It's it's very hopeful. Yeah, and like optimistic. I guess it's like I see that though as like it still involves some artifice of i mean the way that i see it is like throwing myself off a cliff as opposed to being led you know it involves like external apparatus right in order to like Mm -hmm. force an issue totally Um, you know what to be a really really great runner like like your dad yeah i mean i don't see why that's i why not I think it's Why totally not? possible. Yeah. And and the journey of engaging in that and like claiming it and saying it out loud is um like I just started Instagramming my runs every day. Like mm-hmm. I don't do much. I just I have this tiny little camera that's like smaller than my index finger that I can mm-hmm. carry and like I just shoot one clip from my run and just say what I'm doing and how I'm doing. And I've just like done it as an accountability exercise, but also because like if somebody else did that, I would watch it. I mean, it's uh-huh. niche content. <laughs> That's super great. Super fucking niche content, which by the way, I think goes hand in hand with some of what we're talking about. Is like, oh, I don't 100%. watch. I watch almost <laughs> entirely YouTube, I, and I'm not, like you. I'm also just like obsessed with like learning things. So it's like educational videos, and then like people's experiences as they share them we're identical media twins because all i want to hear are people's stories and how to do things via youtube so like yes i need to get window screens put on my windows and like the company that i reached out to they're just like being really kind of just flaky about getting back to me and i'm like maybe i should just watch youtube i think i could do this yeah (laughs) I'm not going to, I won't, I won't go off on that tangent because we all get it. You guys know how I feel. Yeah. We don't need to like, we don't need commiserate. to talk about our, um, you don't need saga to hear me. With Time Warner cable. Right. <laughs> oh my God. But I will say one fun thing about Time Warner cables that once I did call and the guy was like, hi, my name is Justin Pancake. How can I help you? <laughs> and I was like, What? Did you say your name was? Like I it was one of the best calls ever with Time Warner. Christ. Did you get Justin into it with Pancake? Him? I was like, dude, your last name dude. is Pancake? Yeah. And he was like, Yes, it is, ma'am. How can I help you? Now, do you think his name really was Pancake? Or if he made it up, great. Still love him. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Even better. Yeah. You know what? Thank you for, for knowing how to tickle my pleasure zone. Absolutely. Let me ask you another question. Please. What's your running outfit? And I know you have one, at least oh, one. Yeah. Oh, I have. Talk to me about your sneakers, socks, so brands. I want to know everything. Your favorites. Okay. Now, the most important element that we'd like to start with is dolphin shorts. <laughs> okay. I I love where this is already going. I mean, first of all, some people like so I grew up running in the eighties. I mean, there was only dolphin shorts. That's all you could run in. That's all there I was. No, they're so cute. And um, so it's totally normal to me to wear dolphin shorts. Um, and those are comfortable for you. Yes. 
Okay. I have no issue. I don't, I don't really have issues of like people looking at me or how I look or whatever. I'm, you know, will you explain to the younger listeners what they look like and what they are? Yeah. I mean, I would say, God, how can you describe? They're super short. They're super short. And they're very thin. And they're thin. And they sort of like, they're curved to where Mm -hmm. they kind of like, Right up your thigh to like your hip. Um, yes, your- they're really flattering for like, um, I was gonna say three's company, but like again, they wouldn't get that reference. So, I like, think, yeah, that Suzanne 70s Summers, show. And, yeah, yeah, that's like Boogie show. Nights. Yes, the where you would, yeah, that 70s show or Boogie Nights. I mean, if you've ever seen professional runners, they're all wearing them. Okay. Um, so it's it is standard. But you know, when you're so used to it, you don't think it's standard. And when I first started like wearing them in front of my wife, she was just like, "You your bathing suit is a lot bigger <laughs> than that. It's a lot bigger than what yeah. you're about to go out in." But, you know, she she was like, "All right, well, you 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 have the legs for it. You can do it." And, and that was sweet. So I like took that to heart. But since then, Part of what I've tried to do is like, I like, I go for some pretty loud outfits just because I really like to like walk down and present my outfit to her mm-hmm. before I mm-hmm. go to run. Cause it's like, it's fun to get the reaction. Totally. And, <laughs> and now it's next level because my daughter is 14 and at her last softball practice, it was a long ass practice. And I was like, all right, I'm bringing her and I'm going to go for a run there. And right. I come back, and I came back from my run and picked her up in the dolphin shorts, and she walked straight up to me and she said, "Dad, don't ever, no. ever pick me up <laughs> in that outfit ever again." No, I know because it was like you know it's like very they're just very short shorts, and like I will wear them even with a long sleeve t shirt if it's a little chilly, you know. So uh-huh. <laughs> so the dolphin shorts are key. And in general, if it's like chilly, like I've definitely dialed it all in. Like I, mm-hmm. I like I have a little neck gaiter. Usually mm-hmm. it's chilly. I have a little neck gaiter. I wear a visor. Okay. Visors are not <laughs> easy to come by, but in the running world, Correct. you can get them. Is it like a transparent shield? It's not like, a transparent shield. Okay. Okay. <laughs> as as you know, I you grew up in New York. I grew up in New Orleans. Like I am, I I love L.A., but like. The fucking sun is an assault on the it senses. It is relentless. It okay. is fucking relentless, <laughs> man. It is so uncool, dude. I I cannot stand the sun. Yeah, it's it too is, much. It's brutal. give us a cloud. But I've learned how to like. I get a visor, which is like you know, it make it darkens the whole eyes. I, I'm always okay. wearing sunglasses. Yes, and then but your sunglasses have to have straps. No, or will they fall? They, they, they stay don't. On. Yeah. Okay. Okay. My nose supports. I don't know. Right. It, it works pretty well. What co- what brand of sunglasses? Gooder. G O O D R. They are okay. extremely light, extremely okay. affordable, uh-huh. polarizing, lightweight frames that are cost like twenty eight dollars. Oh, um, wonderful! And they're L A based, and they're American company, and they're awesome. I wear socks that are like specifically for wicking sweat away from your feet, and like you know. It just helps in every way. And there's actually a left and a right. They're shaped wow. towards your feet so that you don't get weird blisters or anything like that. 
Now, what kind of socks? Are these like a brand or they just make them like there's, runner socks there's on a few Amazon? Brand, there, there's tons of runner branded socks, but like the ones that like <laughs> have a left and a right are called features, F-E-E-T-U-R-E-S. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. That's... I wouldn't want it to be called anything. Nothing else. else. I mean, it's such it's, a good name. Yeah, they nailed it. Um, yeah, <laughs> I love this sock. I mean, I do need sweat wicking socks as yeah. a non-runner. <laughs> yes, everybody. I mean, unless you're lounging in your house, um, you can't be wearing cotton socks. It's it's so bush league. Like everybody needs to like step it up. You know. Okay, then I need to step it up because I really didn't know there's any other kind of sock that you could wear in the summer except yeah, I didn't know. I don't know. But yeah. I am I don't like to go no sock because that's when the real Oh yeah. Can, that's you real can bad destroy news. your family. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. From the inside out. It's I mean, so true. Absolutely. It's just like yeah, I think Bombas is a good brand um for just like your average you know, like, oh, right. Okay. Doing that, those are LA real hot sock. right now. There's a brand called Darn Tough that they make in Vermont. I um, really, really like that brand too. I love Darn Tough. And they make super thin wool socks and they're perfect for LA. That's um, genius. Yeah. What are your sneakers? Um, right now, I'm running in these Hoka's. Do you know this Great. new brand? You know, they're just like, oh, Hoka's are. I wear Hoka's. Hoka's are already, I mean, they're known. They're not new anymore. No, they're not. But they're dope, and I love them. I love them. And it, at first I was like, okay, so you're just going to like triple the padding, and that's 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 it? That's what makes a great shoe? And it's like, yes. <laughs> that and they correct. also look cute. Yeah, they're cool shoes. They do look cool. Yeah, okay, so I, I those are good for running. Great yeah. to know. Now, I love this look. I love this outfit. Don't be afraid to send me pictures. I won't put them on the internet. I'll send you. A, I'll send you a photo. Maybe when I run today, I'll have Jen take a photo. Yeah. Now, and also, like, I want people to know that this isn't like a hottie look. Like, there's a bit of a belly going on. You know, it's a little bit like little top heavy. Um, All right. You know. You know what I'm saying. I'm just saying. You know like, what? I'm not, okay. not not in a pejorative way if whatsoever. If you want to be conceited, you can be on this podcast. You know, like no, no. I, but I just want people to know. That just, I'm not like, you know, like I'm not. You're not bragging. I'm not bragging. I just, I'm not a great runner. Like, um, my legs look pretty good in these dolphin shorts. Yeah. The rest of my torso doesn't really match it. You know what I mean? Like, you know it's what, a though? little, it's real. That's all I'm trying to yeah, say. Our bodies are cars. If they work, they're great. Absolutely. I'm sure that you look great. And as long as you feel great, then I think you look great. And right. I think that Jen, if Jen is letting you out of the house and is like, you know what, do you, I think it's okay. I think oh, you're good. hundred percent. Yeah. Great. So, Another question I like to ask everybody is like, what would be a fantasy hobby of yours? Something that you know, it would be very cool if you were the type of person to get into book binding. Super, super easy answer. Watercolor. A hundred. You just know that in your heart, it's never going to happen. Yeah. Okay. Um, Fair enough. (laughs) I'll tell you why. Okay. It is a fucking long game. 
And I I would invite you. You're talking to somebody who does a lot of watercolors, by the way. I do. Yeah. Here's the difference though. Like I do watercolors a lot. I love them. Yeah. Am I good at them? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I guess not. Maybe, probably not. I don't care. I know. Uh, I mean, well, I see it as, well, I got in, I was, I was like towing into watercolor a few years ago. Mm Mm-hmm. I love it. I fucking love it so much. My godmother was like a watercolor. Oh my god. And, um she's she was incredible. Um and she and and I so I kind of like towed in and then I started watching YouTube videos which usually like pulls me in and gets me going, right? Yeah. The fucking timing of great watercolor where you're like okay, we're laying down this you know what? Layer of water. And I'm going to get mad at you. Why? Because I'm doing the good because, thing. <laughs> no, because fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. There's no great art that was ever created by watching YouTube. Okay. Like, <laughs> You're right. Now we can use it as a tool. Yeah. Right. We can use, I, I, yeah. when it comes to certain skills, especially like with, the punch needle, if I forget how to thread the needle or whatever, yeah. I put on a YouTube. I need, or if I want to know how to do a certain stitch or a knot or whatever, I watch a YouTube. After that, yeah, push it's, it away. It's all, I, and, and that's all I mean. I don't mean that objective wor- objectively works of art, great works of art can be created with this. I mean cr- the craft. I mean the craft, like the punch. This is how you do the thing. Whatever. Yeah, I'll, you know how to do watercolor. I do, but like... The, well, let me just put it to you this way. Okay. People, I'm going to sound real elitist right now, and I'm just going to do it anyways. People think they know how to write mm-hmm. television series. Yes. But they don't. Uh, Correct. Some people do. <laughs> there are levels of craft. Anybody can write a television series, right? Mm-hmm. But. Not everybody can write a good one or a great one that people want to watch and that as you know because you wrote a great television show thanks that is not that has an enormous amount of craft yeah and it 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 requires an enormous amount of Mm non-dreamy uh your dreams are baked into all it's technique and it's like all Mm -hmm. i'm saying with watercolor is that I towed in enough to realize that the fucking technique of watercolor and to be to create the kind of watercolor that got me excited about watercolor mm-hmm. okay is a level of craft that I just know that I will never go to that level you know what I'm saying uh-huh. not I that do. I can't enjoy I still I've done a few watercolors since then and it's fine it's totally fine I'm just saying like there's a certain level of proficiency that I want to get to uh-huh. that makes it fun for me. Or right. Just- and the process in and of itself you, for you isn't as much fun as like, let's say, getting better at running or whatever. I mean, the process is just as fun. It's all baked into the same equation. It's just like, and I don't know. I mean, I- This is why, this is what I'm going to shake out of you. Okay, great. Because we can, well, we can do watercolors together, bring your kid, mm-hmm. bring Jen- it is so much fun. I've been in gallery shows. I don't know anything about technique. Yeah. Nor do I give a shit. Again, 
I don't think I'm great at it. It, I, it the thought doesn't cross my mind. That's how I know hmm. it's something that brings me joy, and it's a hobby because there's no agenda behind it. Yeah. Now I understand the technique of you being attracted to and not being able to attain that technique. I mean, absolutely. I can probably say the same about running. Yeah. In order for me to enjoy running, I would have to get to a certain technique that I don't know if I'm willing to get to that level. Yeah. I don't know if I would really like that process. I don't think I would enjoy it. But I, I so in that sense I totally get it. But like I wish that you didn't care about the outcome so much. Yeah, that's a, that's a problem I have just in general. But keep but you'll keep running and like you can work that out in your meditation. Yeah, Not that I don't know what you need to do anything that makes me want to be want to be great at it. If it's probably just because I there are certain things that I see and I'm just like I became aware of like what it would take to get to that level. And I was like, I don't have the man hours. You know what I mean? Like I, we grew up playing music, you know, and like, um, I don't have that with music. I'm never going to be great at me. I I mean, I'm fine. You know, right. I can play that all fucking day. I don't need to be great. So we're going to have to have you back on the podcast again, if you don't mind. Yeah. I really want to talk to you about music. Cool. Especially because you can do it all day. You're not good. You don't care if you're good, whatever. Like, no, that's one of my fantasy hobbies. Yeah. I don't know how to play. I love making music, but I don't know how to play any instrument. And I I don't want to learn how to play an instrument. It's really hard. And See, it's like learning a foreign language. Right. Okay. But like, you know how easy I can't it is be a to- bad musician, though. Like I. Because then oh, nobody you see, can you play. Have, you have that. That's what I have with painting. But yeah. like then nobody can. Okay. I see what you're saying. You're right. Yeah. See, we, we are the same. We are the we same. We really are. <laughs> I feel like uh, I mean, like, look flattering. at our faces. Look at our, <laughs> look at our fucking faces right Except, now. Except, I know, but also you're half Italian or 100%? I'm Italian, Italian Jewish, and French and Jewish and German. Okay, I wish I had any Italian in me. I used to like lie and tell people I was Italian. Oh, or not but lie, I'm but- more French and I stress the Italian side. Oh my God. Italian is so cool. Especially if you grow up in Long Island. I always, Mark and I feel like he's the French and German and I'm the (laughs) Jewish and Italian for sure. And I'm just like, yes, I am. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Those are the ones that I want. (laughs) Those are the ones. If you're the older brother, then you get to be like, yeah, I'm the Jewish and Italian. I'm the Jew and the Italian (laughs) and you're the French and German one. Right. Um, All right. Well, I hope that you have a great day. Hope you get to go running today. I'm going. It's happening right now. Okay, good. Oh, so to ask Jen to take a pic. Okay, I will. Thank you. If you liked our show, please subscribe, rate, review, and tell a friend. Filling the Void is a production of the Erios Network. Episodes are produced, engineered, and edited by Alex Paul. Original song by Michael Cassidy. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash press on and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press On Falsies. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.